This is Abrar Alhiti, a reporter with CNET, here with the latest tech news. The Democrats' national ticket is complete. Presumptive presidential nominee Joe Biden made history with his pick of Senator Kamala Harris as his vice presidential running mate as he looks to unseat Donald Trump and take the White House. And with the start of the Democratic National Convention just days away, the general election campaign will soon be in full swing. Though technology issues, including net neutrality, rural broadband, and online privacy, were hot topics in the primary season, the coronavirus pandemic and its fallout have dominated the political discussion over the past several months. As a result, technology has taken a back seat. But the COVID-19 crisis, which has led to a rapid adoption of telemedicine and virtual education, has also shown a light on the digital divide preventing millions of Americans from accessing high-speed internet. Even though tech policy isn't likely to determine the outcome of the election, whoever occupies the Oval Office will have a major influence on the tech sector, from setting infrastructure policy on broadband deployment, to foreign policy and national security issues involving China, to deciding how to handle the growth and influence of social media giants. Big tech companies such as Facebook and Twitter are already being scrutinized by Democrats and Republicans as lawmakers on both sides look to rein in their power. During congressional hearings in July, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, Amazon's Jeff Bezos, Apple's Tim Cook, and Alphabet's Sundar Pichai were grilled about allegedly monopolistic practices. The Trump administration has also used Chinese-owned tech companies, including TikTok and Huawei, in its broader approach toward dealing with China. So far, Biden has remained relatively quiet on tech. His running mate, who hails from California and has close ties to Silicon Valley, will likely be seen by the industry as more a friend than a foe. But it's hard to imagine that under new Democratic leadership, big tech would enjoy the same kind of cozy relationship it had during Barack Obama's administration, which Biden served in as vice president for eight years. Here's a look at where Biden stands on the issues. Unlike some of the other Democratic candidates, Biden hasn't said much about net neutrality. Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, by contrast, expressed early on in their candidacies strong support for the principle. A spokesman for Biden's campaign said Biden is a supporter of strong net neutrality protections. The spokesman said, As Barack Obama's vice president, Joe Biden was proud to push for net neutrality and see the Federal Communications Commission take direct action to keep the internet open and free for all Americans. He added that Biden was outraged at seeing the open internet rule reversed under the Trump administration. But Biden's track record tells a different story. When he was a senator, he didn't co-sponsor or support net neutrality legislation, including the 2007 Internet Freedom Preservation Act. Other prominent Democrats, including then-Senators Obama and Hillary Clinton, were co-sponsors of that legislation, as was Sanders. Biden also has a close relationship with Comcast executives, who have lobbied against strict net neutrality legislations. Biden also has a close relationship with Comcast executives, who have lobbied against strict net neutrality regulations. Comcast Senior Vice President David Cohen hosted Biden's first fundraiser after he announced his bid for president. But those ties aren't concrete evidence of Biden's stance. It's worth noting that Obama also held fundraisers with Comcast before eventually calling in a YouTube video for stricter regulation of broadband under Title II of the Communications Act. These stricter regulations treated broadband like a public utility, such as the old-style telephone network as President Obama also went golfing with Comcast CEO Brian Roberts in 2013. Gigi Sohn, a former FCC official under Chairman Tom Wheeler, said she isn't too worried about what would happen with net neutrality if Biden were to become president. 
She said, I fully expect that a President Biden would appoint an FCC chair that would reinstate net neutrality and the FCC's authority to oversee the broadband market under Title II. This was one of President Obama's signature initiatives, and I can't imagine that Biden would undermine it. Sohn also pointed out that the political landscape has changed on net neutrality since Biden served in the Senate. Net neutrality under Title II is strongly supported both by Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, which means that going against strong protections would likely defy a core principle of the party's current platform. Biden has called rebuilding the middle class in America the moral obligation of our time, and he sees revitalizing and ensuring economic opportunity in rural America as a cornerstone of that effort. A big part of his rural economic development strategy is investing $20 billion in getting broadband access to communities that don't have it. He's also called for partnering with municipal utilities to bring fiber broadband connections to communities across rural America. Biden's rural policy reads, High-speed broadband is essential in the 21st century economy. At a time when so many jobs and businesses could be located anywhere, high-speed internet access should be a great economic equalizer for rural America, not another economic disadvantage. The COVID-19 crisis highlights the gaps in coverage. In Biden's campaign said that the $20 billion in broadband infrastructure funding is meant to help close those gaps. The campaign said in a statement regarding this policy, As we face the economic impacts of this global pandemic for months to come, it's critical we bridge this divide and build a digital infrastructure that is available to all. The digital divide is an issue Republicans recognize as well. The White House has worked with the FCC on the Rural Digital Opportunity Program, which reallocates $20.4 billion in funding to subsidize broadband infrastructure in underserved areas. Trump has also included high-speed internet access as part of a $2 trillion infrastructure plan. Though Warren pushed to break up big tech companies like Amazon and Facebook, Biden has said it's too early to talk about breaking up companies and instead has leaned toward regulation as a way to curb their power. Specifically, he's called for changes to Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, which gives online platforms like Facebook legal immunity for content posted by third-party users. The law also gives these companies legal cover to make good-faith efforts to moderate their platforms. Biden said Section 230 immediately should be revoked for Facebook and other platforms. He said it should be revoked because it is not merely an internet company. It is propagating falsehoods they know to be false, and we should be setting standards not unlike the Europeans are doing relative to privacy. Meanwhile, Facebook and other Silicon Valley players have defended Section 230. Still, the industry hasn't felt as threatened by Biden as it did by Warren. And with worries about COVID-19, Notions like breaking up big tech may be put on the back burner. This isn't likely to change based on his pick of Harris as vice president. As California's attorney general, Harris didn't take on industry consolidation even as firms like Facebook gobbled up smaller competitors. Still, Harris has more recently called for platforms like Facebook and Twitter to crack down on rampant misinformation, even when that misinformation comes from the current occupant of the White House. Harris was vocal last year in urging Twitter to ban Trump from the platform for what she called tweets that incite violence, threaten witnesses, and obstruct justice. This was a demand Twitter rejected. She has also been critical of Facebook for failing to do more to rid its platform of misinformation. Democrats across the board have been critical of Trump's tariff war with China, which has affected imports on a wide range of tech products. Tariffs are taxes paid by importers on goods arriving from foreign countries, and Trump has used them to pressure the Chinese government on broader trade issues. 
two rounds of tariffs, including a 15% tariff on products like phones, laptops, and tablets, have gone into effect. Another round was avoided in a phase one trade deal. On the campaign trail, Democratic candidates, including Biden and Harris, have been light on specifics as to how they deal with China. But Biden has made it clear he believes Trump's negotiations have hurt Americans. He says the U.S. needs new rules and new processes to dictate trade relationships with foreign countries. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.